Picture this, you own a trucking company with 70 drivers and one of them gets into an accident. Someone is injured and now attorneys are asking for every piece of paperwork related to the driver, his logs, your company documents, and every government document going back five years. Do you know where that filing cabinet is? A wrong answer could cost you millions. Now, this is where a trucking compliance department comes in. But for many trucking companies, they don't even have one. We find out why you need a compliance program in this episode of Loaded and Rolled. Now, when we talk about compliance, many people's eyes glaze over. They often imagine endless mountains of paperwork and expired DOT cards, followed by never-ending reminders for drivers to fill out their logbooks correctly. Well, that's not far from the truth, but it gets hard for trucking, as a large percentage of the job is reacting to issues or attempting to find loads. This often leads to compliance issues moving to the back burner unless an audit or inspection forces the manager to take immediate action. Now, depending upon the trucking company's size, the safety and compliance person can be the dispatcher or part of a standalone department in a large organization. Regardless of size, the goal remains the same. Make sure drivers are operating safely, filling out their logs and trip paperwork correctly, and making sure they have all the required paperwork for the DOT before you get yelled at or possibly audited. Now, all this effort adds cost, and for trucking companies, those costs are not easily recognized. Luckily, we're going to dive into some ways to identify these costs and use a compliance program to try and save money instead of costing more when something bad happens. Now, let's just go to the beginning, because for a lot of you folks, you don't understand, the like when we talk about compliance, uh, if you're a broker, you're thinking, oh, carrier compliance, can I work with this carrier? Well, it turns out that as a carrier, your version of compliance involves how to not get messed with by the government. And so when we're looking into these concepts, it's very important to distinguish that because when a broker talks about the forms of compliance, he's thinking, okay, do you pass the DOT? Are you satisfactory? Do you not have any uh, conditionals? But you know, when we're looking at the actual carrier, the nuts and bolts of the compliance, there's this entire back office Byzantine effort that goes into making sure that your medical cards are good and everything else is squared away. But, you know, it's important because those guys are not served. For a lot of smaller trucking companies, the compliance becomes a major issue. And so trying to find a way to make it better is the name of the game. Joining us today to talk about the value of a good compliance program is Hunter Yaw, CEO of trucking compliance software provider LogRock. Welcome, Hunter. Good to have you on. Hey, thank you for having me. And digging in here, I'm super, super excited to have you on because compliance is kind of like that roadie to the rock show. You don't really pay attention to it until your guitar goes out on stage and it's super, super awkward. And so, you know, looking into how you got into compliance, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about the story. How did you decide that compliance was, you know, the thing you all wanted to focus on? Sure. So my co-founder and I uh, were previously in the digital freight brokerage space. Uh, we spent about five years building a, a company called LoadSmart, which folks who are in, in the market may be familiar with, on the product and tech side. And we were really eager to see where there were opportunities to add value, not so much to shippers, but actually to trucking companies directly. And the best way, of course, to understand where those opportunities are is to talk to trucking company owners. So that's exactly what we did. And just about every owner that we spoke to said that compliance fits somewhere on the spectrum between keeps me up at night, drives me crazy, makes me worried, uh, and 
interestingly, also, there was a big part of kind of don't quite understand exactly what goes into it, know that it matters. Uh, there's some ambiguity there, there's some confusion, but at the same time, there's an understanding that it's critical. And we realized that at the end of the day, compliance is actually really a data problem for trucking companies. And so that there is an opportunity for software and technology to help out. Not everywhere in freight uh, is the answer more technology or the answer more software. There's plenty of places where people are just better at solving problems that are critical to the industry. But this is one example where we think because it's a data problem, there's a lot of value that technology can add. So that's why we chose to, to focus on that, to add value to trucking company owners, to safety managers, to reduce risk, and most importantly, to reduce costs. I like when you talk about it's a data program. You had a cool quotable. I like the interview with Grace that you recently did as well because it had some really cool facts in it. And the one you noted was for a fleet of 70 drivers to be compliant with regulations, you have to keep tabs on over 3,000 documents. And that just kind of blows my mind. Is that what we're talking about, the data problem? I mean, like actual physical documents for some of these guys, right? 100%. And it depends on the way that the trucking company approaches that problem. But we're talking about, first of all, every aspect of the business. So you're talking about driver qualification files, but you're also talking about equipment records, records for every tractor, every trailer, uh, maintenance, inspections. You're talking about the company filings that you have to keep up to date with the FMCSA, as well as things like IFTA that, that others may be more familiar with. And the confluence of all of that for every single driver, for every single tractor, for every single trailer, and for the legal entity itself is an enormous bureaucratic burden. It's a regulatory burden. It's a weight that these trucking companies have to bear. But the reality is that if you miss on that, if you make a mistake, if you drop the ball, the consequences are severe. And so the, the, the number of documents is a way that we use just to quantify the challenge that safety managers face every day. But there's also uh, uh, ways that we, we mentioned in our conversation with Grace, we can quantify the upside of great compliance, or if you want to think about it negatively, the downside if you're missing opportunities in terms of not having best-in-class compliance for your trucking company. Let's start with the bad first, and then we'll tell, go on to the good. So if we fail, if you miss some of these documents, what are some of the first things that happen? Like, what, what does Uncle Sam do if you forget to give him Form 501-B2? So Uncle Sam is, is part of the equation, right? In terms of the challenges related to increased inspections, increased likelihood of an audit, which then have the knock-on consequences of a risk of you seeing a drop in your safety scores. God forbid you fall into a conditional or an unsatisfactory status. There's risks that are associated with that. But what we focused on in our conversation with Grace, and I think it's an important angle for especially trucking company owners to be familiar with, are the hard costs, the costs that you incur basically no matter what. If you are weak or poor when it comes to compliance, your insurance is going to cost more. And in fact, by talking to insurance companies directly, and here's the trick. Many trucking company owners only talk to their broker, their insurance broker. But if you go straight to the source and if you talk directly to the insurance company, what they'll tell you is that trucking companies with better compliance are going to pay about 8.5% less for their commercial automotive liability wow. insurance. And I know if there was anything less sexy than, than uh, a compliance for trucking companies in the first place, it's the commercial automotive liability space. But for many trucking companies, the cost of insuring a truck for liability uh, over the course of a year is in the neighborhood of nine to twelve thousand dollars. So it's a substantial impact on the bottom line if you can save eight and a half percent on your commercial automotive liability costs. May not be sexy, but it's important for the bottom line. And the insurance companies tell us that trucking companies that take care of their compliance and take it seriously are paying that much less. Same thing in an unexpected area, which is uh, driver retention. 
we see that fleets that are on top of their compliance have 7% better driver retention. Now, is that 50%? Is that 100%? Is compliance the answer to all of your driver retention problems? Of course not. But it's a substantial part of the solution. There are no silver bullets, right? There's only lead bullets. But this is a real lead bullet that you can fire at that problem. And we believe that it's important because it turns out that drivers like working for fleets that are compliant. And the reason is simple. Experienced drivers who know what they're doing are well aware that if the trucking company, to give your example, misses filing that form with Uncle Sam or has other gaps in their compliance armor, there's an increased likelihood that as a result of that, that driver is going to get inspected more. That company's trucks are going to get prioritized at the scale house for additional inspection. And as a result, that driver is going to have more inspections against their name and a greater likelihood, of course, if you get inspected more often, you're going to have more violations. Like everybody says, if a cop follows you, you know, driving all day, every day, sooner or later, there's going to be an issue. So the best drivers want to work with fleets that have the best compliance. It actually is a substantial factor in retaining and in hiring the best drivers. And the cost of hiring a new driver is enormous. It's about $9,500 when you factor in things like uh, travel to bring them to the office, background checks, medical tests, as well as the cost of the equipment sitting idle while you wait to get them in the seat. So if you can save 7% on that, for example, for a fleet of 70 trucks, that's about $3,900 a month in savings. Again, is it a million dollars of savings? No, but it's a substantial impact every month on your bottom line. And that's what we've been finding when we talk about the cost of compliance. I think that was interesting because you noted in the interview that the drivers, people you spoke with, they would say, what's your motor carrier number? Let me look up your MC number and then they'll they'll do like what the broker does. They'll check your safety scores, your inspections. Is that because these drivers, the good ones know that if I drive for a company that doesn't have their stuff in line, I'm going to have more hassle every time I go through like a scale house or something? That's exactly right. And the reason is simple. The state police are usually the ones operating the scale house, but the software that is being used inside that scale house to prioritize the truck is run by the Department of Transportation, specifically the FMCSA. The logic that they use to tell those state police officers which trucks they need to prioritize for inspection is based on where do we see gaps in their filings, in their records, where do we see a high rate of violations? And all of these are things that you can control, that you can impact. And that's really a key piece of the puzzle. The best drivers know that compliance isn't about being reactive, it's about being proactive. That a trucking company that takes safety and compliance seriously can see better results, better for the drivers and better for the business. And that's what we're trying to get through to trucking company owners and trying to support safety managers who usually already know this themselves, that great compliance is about being proactive rather than reactive. It's about getting ahead of the problem rather than waiting for it to catch up to you. And that's why we say it's a data problem, because if you can analyze, if you can track, if you can organize, if you can structure every aspect of compliance for your trucking company operation, then the odds of you getting into trouble are substantially reduced. And the thing is, the fewer inspections you have, the less likelihood of an audit. The less likelihood of an audit, the less likely that you're going to have issues with your insurance, that you're going to have issues with brokers or shippers or anybody else. The name of the game is staying off the radar, not waiting till you get on the radar and then dealing with the problem. And the way to do that is to be proactive rather than reactive. And that's all about managing this data problem, having that insight, having that analysis, understanding where your gaps are, where your weaknesses are, and attacking them before the FMC finds, FMCSA finds out about them and not after. And that reminds me of, because in trucking, you talk about safety scores, the conditional rating satisfactory, and that the score, is there a big fear that if you don't have a good compliance program, it, it basically is set up to compound itself. You get inspected more, then you realize your equipment's bad, you get worse of a score, then eventually it kind of pushes you out. And if you want to get better, you have to like wait, or how does that work? Is there really a potential snowball if you don't pay attention? 
there is 100% a potential snowball. That's exactly what that dynamic ends up looking like. And the thing is, the thing that's really frustrating to us and disappointing is that we work with companies where the owner takes safety seriously. The owner is not negligent. The owner is, is not careless. The owner wants to be on top of this. But the reality of the administrative burden that the FMCSA, the DOT, uh, has set up in terms of what they expect, what they require from trucking companies, is that it is enormous. It is difficult, and some of this stuff is opaque. There's, you know, there's uh, uh, codes for every violation. There's a whole bunch of acronyms and technical terms, and like we said, thousands of documents to stay on top of. You can have the best intent. You can be a trucking company owner who really thinks seriously about safety and thinks about compliance, and still get yourself into the dynamic that you just described, which is a few more inspections because you had some gaps, you had some issues. Those additional inspections lead to additional violations. Now you've got some. Out of service issues, so that's costing you some money. But those out of service violations, those are also tracking up on your on your safety record. That increases the likelihood of an audit. And of course, if someone comes in and pulls every file in your business, they're going to find something most likely, right? And so then, if you've got the audit, you're going to have the knock on consequences of the audit. God forbid, again, you get into a conditional safety status. Now you've got brokers shutting you off. Now you've got lower quality freight that you have access to. Dealing with that lower quality freight is again going to increase your risk because you're dealing with shippers and commodities that are a little edgy, a little bit more difficult to manage. And so that's how you see even some of the best uh, trucking company owners get into this dynamic, and it can be hard to get out of. And again, our view is that the best offense is, or sorry, the best defense here is a great offense. Get ahead of this problem. Have insight into where the gaps are. Have insight into where you're missing, and catch that and fix it before someone finds out about it, not after. And that's what our software is designed to do. We absorb all the data from your ELD. We absorb all the data from your FMCSA account. We absorb all of your driver records, your equipment records, your company filings, accident history, claims, all of that stuff. Again, is it sexy? No. But we roll up our sleeves and we get into the nitty gritty of all of that paperwork and we analyze it because our system has replicated the logic that the DOT, the FMCSA use to evaluate you. And we will give you a clear understanding of how they see you, what you look like from the eyes of a potential investigator from the DOT, what you look like from an inspection prioritization perspective, and critically, what you can do to stay off their radar, to reduce their risks by being compliant, by being on top of your safety, and by being proactive using the insights that you can glean from being smarter about your data. And that's what LogRock is here for. So let's talk about the good part now, because we know the bad is you can lose access to brokers, catastrophically lose your motor carrier, like, there's a lot of bad here. So Let's say I know I'm my safety score slipping. I got that 70 truck fleet. I need to improve, but I'm still dealing with filing cabinets in five different systems. Like, what's the first steps if I want to try to get better and happen to, you know, hide and go into hibernation for a little bit so that way I can improve my score? So the good news is, to put it bluntly, the nerds are here. Uh, we bring a very simple skill set to this problem. We bring a technology skill set to this problem. We are not going to tell you how to run your trucking company. We're not going to tell you how to coach your drivers. We're not going to tell your drivers how to operate their vehicles. What we are going to do is absorb all of that documentation, all of that data about your trucking company. And we're going to do it in a super quick and easy way. Let me give you an example. Uh, we deploy what are called optical character recognition algorithms, which is just fancy nerd speak for software that can read text from an image. So that when you're sending us all of those old driver files, driver records, maybe you've got them digitized, maybe you don't. You're absolutely right that some folks still have those only in a paper printed out format somewhere in a filing cabinet. But even the folks who have them digitized, they probably got it stored maybe on their desktop. Best case, maybe they got them stored on like a Google Drive or a OneDrive or some sort of cloud-based filing solution. In either case, none of those, whether it's Excel or Google Drive, whatever it is, none of those are going to proactively tell you when something's missing. Uh, 
And some folks will say, well, you know, let's say I use 10 Street or let's say I use my TMS. That's part of the problem. That may notify you when you're missing something from a driver qualification file. But again, that's only part of the puzzle. You've got the equipment records. You've got your company filings. You've got to be staying on top of every violation, your data cues, your ELD, who's abusing personal conveyance, who's driving with a disconnected uh, ELD. Uh, are you validating your, your logbooks against secondary data? The reason that I say that it's good news that the nerds are here, and God knows we know that nerds are not the answer to every problem, and technology isn't the answer to every problem. But the reason that I say that that's good news for trucking company owners is that you can throw all of those files at us. We're going to read them. We're going to extract names, expiration dates, dates of birth, document numbers, IDs, all that stuff. We're going to use that to populate what you should have, fill out that framework of all of your uh, equipment, driver, company filings, everything else. Then we're going to proactively, based on analyzing that, let you know what's missing. And we're able to do that partly also by connecting to your ELD, connecting to your FMCSA account. If you look at the way that a safety manager works, they've usually got 10, 15 tabs open on their browser. That's crazy. No one can uh, be guaranteed that they're not going to make mistakes when they have that many things to stay on top of. LogRock brings all that into one place. And then what we do is we analyze it and we proactively notify you of any issues that are available, any issues that are there for you to solve, for you to address before the DOT, before the FMCSA find out about them. And the last thing I'll say is that some of this stuff is just mind numbing. And, you know, we know because we deal with it every day and this is not sexy. Let me give an example. You should be absolutely auditing your driver's hours of service, your driver's logs, against your fuel card data. Why? Because if your drivers have instances of fueling while they weren't active, whether the duty status on the ELD was not active, that is going to show up to the FMCSA, to the DOT as part of an audit. As you are falsifying your logbooks, that's going to look like a very serious double-weighted violation. But spending hours comparing every single record of every single time one of your drivers fueled with what was their duty status at that time, I mean, I'd sooner stick a fork in my eyes. I understand why safety managers find that to be a mind-numbing exercise. What we do is we automate that. Why? Because computers are really good at comparing two different numbers, and that's basically what we're talking about. But when it's hundreds or thousands of numbers to compare, let us do that for you and let you know proactively where there are issues. I give this as one example of the ways that the good news is there are digital solutions, there is technology that can help you stay on top of this and actively notify you when there's a problem rather than having you be left with some mix of confusion and anxiety, which are understandable responses to a pretty substantial regulatory burden, but let us help you out. That's the short answer. That's the good news. So when we talk about the automation and the log part of log rock, that reminds me when I was at a mega carrier, 5,000 trucks strong, there were entire groups, 20 plus people whose job was to retroactively go back and do the same comparisons, but all the man hour is wasted. So that kind of is one of the big pros is proactive. You can have this technology, you can plug in this automation and compare it. So it's really good enough to like actually tell, because I hated having to go through logs. Oh, when did you do this? When did and you just look at little things and your brain goes? So is that one of the big the big pros that you're saying is that, uh, you know, it can literally, you show up in the morning, you pour a cup of coffee, you're the safety guy. Now you have a list of what I need to tackle instead of spending that time searching. That's exactly right. And we actually present that to you as a list of tasks. It's almost like a to-do list. So that instead of you having to uh, uh, go through and analyze every single file, every single folder, every single spreadsheet, everything you've got to try to find where are the gaps, where are the issues, where are the problems, we're going to proactively notify you as to where those issues are, where we've identified those gaps. And we're going to break that down into discrete, bite-sized, individual tasks for you to work your way through and correct. So that when you get to the bottom of that list and there's no tasks left, 
that's it. You're at 100% compliance. You know that there's uh, nothing left that's missing, which leaves you more time and more energy to do things that safety managers should be doing and that technology can't do, like working with dispatchers, working with drivers, working with the owner, talking to your insurance company, doing all of the hands-on active work to build a great safety culture, to build a great uh, uh, overall trucking company culture, and to make sure that everyone is aligned with the importance of compliance and safety. That's hard work. And again, that's something software can't do. That's something we can't automate. But what we can do is take all of that administrative stuff, all of the the burden of staying on top of all of those cells, all those files, all those documents, all those numbers. Let us take care of that for you so that instead you can focus on on the things that really matter, the things that a great safety manager uh, can do, that technology can't do, but that a lot of folks just don't have the time to do because they're caught up in exactly what you just described. These mind-numbing, you know, number-crunching, comparing uh, spreadsheets, keeping five different tabs open, copying and pasting, who wants to do that all day? And the room for error, the risk of error is enormous. And that's how folks get into get into trouble. Whether it's a big trucking company that has a bunch of folks doing that, we have larger fleets using our platform for the very simple reason that it allows them to redeploy those folks to more valuable uh, uses of their time. But critically, critically, a lot of trucking company owners see and know that bigger fleets are paying less for things like insurance. What they don't know is why. And part of the answer to that question is exactly what you just described. The bigger fleets have got rooms full of people auditing those logs to make sure that they don't get into trouble with logbook violations. A small to mid-sized carrier just doesn't have the resources to pay people to be doing that full time. So let us do it for you. Let us let you be as compliant, as on top of your compliance as the big guys, so that over time, you can start to pay a lower cost for things like insurance, just like the bigger fleets do, giving smaller and medium-sized fleets a competitive edge. And that's something we get really excited about. And we believe that that's a big contribution that we can make to the industry. And we're proud to do that. You get like a big carry advantage. And I we talked on Sirius a little bit a while back on Werner had this like $150 million settlement. It was a huge settlement. And Oof, it actually, yes. they had to report it on their financials. It was like an earnings. It was a big deal. And so that's when you're talking about when you want to make sure you have all your stuff. Is that kind of the, the, the reason why? Because I'm, I'm assuming if you get sued and stuff, they're going to go through every single document. And if you miss it, they say, gotcha. The gotcha is exactly the name of the game for these. I remember I was saying ambulance chasing lawyers, but I said I was going to steal from you that uh, the, uh, the, the, the the truck chasing lawyers that we've got out there. And man, there's no two ways about it. And now let me be clear. In the conversation with Grace that we had, and you can read about that on fretways.com, we talked about the hard costs because we understand that sometimes trucking company owners, when they hear about the risk of a lawsuit, the risk of litigation, they kind of switch off because... In their mind, it's a little bit like uh, when I hear about the risks of, I don't know, having that extra beer, not eating enough vegetables. I think, oh man, that's, you know, that applies to somebody else, not to me. I don't have to be good about that. That's not going to happen to me. Of course, statistically, the reality is that's not the case, but sometimes that's not enough to motivate folks. So that's why we focus on the hard costs. Reduce your spending on salary for safety and compliance teams by being able to grow bigger while keeping the team that you have. Reduce your spending on liability insurance. Reduce your driver turnover. Reduce the costs that are directly related to inspections and audits by having fewer inspections and therefore fewer audits. Those are the hard costs that you will incur every day that LogRock can help you reduce. But what you're talking about are the, some folks call them soft costs. We like to call them the, I don't want to think about this costs. But the reality is that more and more trucking companies every month not every year, every month, are getting pulled into these post-accident lawsuits. And that gotcha moment that you just described, which by the way, if you think it happens to Warner, but it can't happen to you, as you mentioned, 
lots of folks at Warner who are all the way on top of safety compliance. And still, there are always gaps, there's always issues, there's always challenges. So this can happen to any trucking company. But that gotcha moment that you described, that's exactly what happens. In the wake of an accident, sometimes as many as two, two and a half, even almost three years after the accident, because in many states, statute of limitations is three years out, right? You're going to get hit with a lawsuit. And what they're going to do is come in and subpoena all of your driver records, all of your equipment records, not just for the driver or the equipment that was involved in the accident, but everything. And any little gap that they find, any issue that emerges, they're going to try to put that in front of a jury and use that to convince the jury that you as a trucking company owner are negligent. Now, some owners are going to say, oh, it's okay, the insurance will cover it. Well, first of all, if the insurance does cover it, maybe, but I promise you, they're going to make you pay for that for as long as you keep running your trucking company after that. But what the insurance company isn't going to compensate are the hours and the stress that trucking company owners have to go through in being deposed, the loss of the efficiency of their team who have to spend hours pulling together all this paperwork and presenting it to lawyers. None of that is good. We talk to some lawyers who represent trucking companies. You know what they tell us? A lot of their clients lose 15 to 20 pounds during this lawsuit process because of the stress. Now, if that's the kind of diet you're looking for, then by all means, don't take compliance seriously. But we don't think that's a healthy way for anyone to get in shape. And we think it's an indicator of how painful it is for trucking company owners to get dragged through this because it is a gotcha thing. It's not really about how safe or compliant your trucking company is. It's about finding those gaps, putting them in front of a jury, and exploiting them to put your trucking company on its back with a $5, 10 15 $20 million verdict against you. And if that doesn't happen, it's probably because you settled, and the cost to settle now is over $400,000 on average. So in either case, the best answer, again, is to be proactive rather than reactive. The best defense is a great offense. So let us, the nerds here at LogRock, help you out by absorbing your data, analyzing your data, and telling you where there are gaps in your compliance armor before someone else finds them so that that gotcha moment instead is one where you're happy and proud to present all that paperwork to the folks that are trying to come after you because you are 100% confident that you are rock solid. Thank you so much, Hunter. Appreciate coming on the show as well. Uh, it was always a pleasure. And so uh, if folks want to reach out to you, what's the best way real quick before you got out? Come to logrock.com, email us at letsrock at logrock.com or just shoot me an email, hunter at logrock.com. Thank you so much, Hunter. I appreciate it again. Uh, that's it for today, though. You can catch us next t- Thursday and 1 p.m. as always. We'll do it live.